take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. And welcome back to another episode of Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. Hi, I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy. And please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we are talking about the five things that can hurt your partner the most. And you may not be aware of how much you hurt them. Yeah, right. Some of them might sound a little self-explanatory, but I think we're going to go into depth on each of them Mm -hmm. just so that we can, you know, thoroughly explore these areas that can really hurt your partner. And sometimes, like Jean said, you might not even be aware. And some kind of seem okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Before we do that. We had a really cool day. Yeah, yeah, we found a, a a new venue. The weekend intensive. For the weekend intensive Incredible. for 2023. Incredible. Yeah. Incredibly beautiful. Right. This is going to be in the mountains. Epic. It's like a high-end lodge in the mountains. Mm-hmm. All the luxury, all the beauty, and just a perfect environment to really have a retreat. Yeah, we're going to be putting all those details together and uh We'll be updating the website in regards to the weekend intensives that will be hosted for 2023. So stay tuned so that you can get that information. Yeah, we're going to have a few options. One is the four-day weekend, and the other one is going to be a workshop, like a a one-day workshop. And that gives people different price points and maybe opportunities that work in their life. And if you want to get started... Right mm. now, learning some of the, the tools and, and skills and everything, there's also there's always Relationship 101, our, our video module home course, study course, home yeah. study course for couples. Which in and of itself, it will change your relationship for sure. Absolutely. We are getting so many great, so much great feedback from people left and right about it. And we've started to write the book, so look for that in February. Okay, so let's uh, get on to the five things that can hurt your partner the most. The first thing would be? You know, I really want to talk about this one, and that is omission. Omission. And and this is going to be uh, distinct from lying. Yes. Specifically. So yes. omitting, like just keeping something from your partner. I, I would have to say that nine times out of ten... The omission is because maybe they don't want to hurt their partner or they don't want to make their partner angry. 
And they're not proud of what the thing is. Right. I should say they're not proud of doing it. Yeah. Right? So maybe they spent money without Mm -hmm. letting their partner know, or they... Or they went to lunch with someone and they didn't tell their partner Mm -hmm. about that lunch meeting. It could be innocuous, but maybe your partner doesn't like that person that you went to lunch with. Well, you know, the thing is, it's like if you don't want to share it, you should probably think about if you should do it. Right. There's obviously something wrong with it. It is something... I would say if put on paper, it may not look like it's a big deal or may not look like it's a problem, but there's something inside of you that's saying that this is a problem or will be a problem for my partner if they know about it. I think it's actually a battle you're having within yourself. Because your partner doesn't know, you're the one that chose to not share it. So there's something in you that's choosing that, Mm -hmm. that has some type of alternative feeling about the thing, which is why you're choosing not to share. Right. That you yourself don't feel comfortable with your choice. Yeah. You know, for me, that would be like spending too much time playing a game on my phone. You know, like I wouldn't. Want, I wouldn't be proud of that. I wish I was more productive or something. So I wouldn't want you to, you know, like if you were there, I would not do that. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think you would omit that. No, but I know me. it. But I, mean, I know the battle within myself. Big deal. Yeah. Of feeling like I should be doing something else. Yeah. And if somebody else was watching, I would do something else. Does that make sense? Yeah, that so that, that's me. what I mean by the battle within yourself. It reminds me of the time when I was, when I was growing up, where, you know, my parents would get home, or my dad would get home, mm-hmm. and you would like turn scramble the TV to look off, productive. yeah, scramble, <laughs> look like you're studying or something like that, right? Yeah, obviously, you know, there's something that you're not wanting to show your partner, and that's a problem. And that battle, as you said, is just kind of going on within yourself. And if there is a battle, then it's something to look at. And I think at a deeper level, it's kind of a screw you. Like, I'm going to do what I want, and I'm not going to let you know. And so you don't get any opportunity to have a thought or even a support of the thing that I'm going to do. And it's sort of like the you do you thing. Well, I, I would think that there's varying degrees yeah. with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. It's like if someone wanted to go golfing and when they go golfing, their partner feels blown off or something. And so they do it anyway and then they omit that. Right. So it's not like a problem, a problem behavior that you're doing, but it becomes a problem because. You're not able to share that with your partner. You feel like if you do, it's going to cause an issue. Eventually it does. And you know you're stealing time, energy, resources from the relationship that is imbalanced. Unbalanced? Imbalanced. Imbalanced. Yeah. And that's that's why you admit it because you know it. Because if you're Mm -hmm. okay with what you're doing, you'd be like, you know, you need to figure out how to deal with this because I golf and... And it's important to me and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a passion of mine. And obviously you're hiding it 
because you don't feel confident about explaining or talking to your partner about what is important to you. And, and if things are imbalanced, then you know, <laughs> you know you're not. You shouldn't be spending that time golfing anyway. There, there's a lot of different pieces to this, but mm-hmm. it's that omission piece that's really the key, right? Because that when, when your partner finds out that you didn't tell them this piece of information, it, it is very painful. And this is where it's similar to the second thing, which is lying. Lying, Because right. when something's omitted or you're blatantly lied to, it's really puts you in a position of feeling very uncertain about what else don't I know? Right. Or what else do I think is true and isn't? Mm. And that creates a lot of uncertainty, which is very painful for human beings. Yeah, because you're questioning the entire relationship. Mm-hmm. You're questioning who your partner is and you're questioning, you know, who you are. Because who knows, maybe you might have made a different decision if you had known everything. Right. And lying happens to have the ripple effect that when you throw, you know, the pebble in the pond, it creates this ripple effect where those rings go out and out and out. And so the pebble might be small, but once the other person starts thinking, well, was this bogus? Mm -hmm. Was that bogus? Mm -hmm. Did you lie about this? Can I trust you? Like it brings up like the whole Pandora's box. Right. And again, very, very, very painful for your partner. When you're the one holding the cards, either because you have the truth that you've lied about or you have the information that you've omitted, you don't feel the pain of that. Right. I mean, you may be feeling some other kind of pain. I feel some guilt. Yeah. But you don't really understand the depth of pain because when we are in a bonded, committed relationship... It pulls on us. And we're just designed that way. We are designed to feel and be impacted by what our partner does. Whether we like to admit that or not, whether we think that's a weakness or a strength, whatever that is, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as I said earlier, some of these things may seem self explanatory in these first two. Well, especially lying. Definitely. Especially lying. Right. The third thoughtlessness thoughtlessness. And now let's take a little break to tell you a little bit more about our home study course called Relationship 101. One of our passions is really to bring this work to everybody. And a lot of times what we hear is one person in the relationship is wanting to work on it, the other one is not. And so this is a great way for you guys to get a taste of what it is like to work on your relationship in a fun eight date night video series to learn what you need to learn. Yeah, Relationship 101 consists of eight video modules, typically about 30 to 40 minutes long, with some discussion questions and exercises for couples to do together at the end. This is kind of a culmination of our work over 20 years and synthesizing all of the skills and tools necessary to create an amazing relationship. This online course consists of eight modules, which is five plus hours of course content. It also includes bonus resources, all designed to learn and grow together as a couple. It's fun, it's insightful, and gives you a great excuse to spend some extra quality time with your partner. 
All of this course content is valued at over $850. Currently now, it is priced at $387. And if you just go to go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101, it'll take you directly to the link. That's go.couplesynergymethod.com slash relationship101. And if you're a single person, you can still benefit from it. So thoughtlessness you know, may come in the form of looking out for yourself. I think the example you used uh, earlier was, you know, if you went and got yourself a cup of coffee in the morning and then you didn't get your partner one Mm -hmm. or even ask if they wanted one. Yeah, we've worked with couples that don't say hello and goodbye to each other. So they don't know if their person's even in the house. Yeah, they just leave. They just leave. (laughs) And they, it's not even like a thought that they would do that because probably they grew up in a home where there was a lot of thoughtlessness. And so they never really developed that as a skill. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting when we interview couples and we ask, what is it that your partner does that you know they love you? They always say the little things. And this is the reverse of that. Is not attending to the little things. Right. And you feel these little slights all the time when you're the person on the receiving end of it. Like, you went and got ice cream? Oh, I didn't think you wanted any. Or I didn't think to ask. So it's not like you're trying to be thoughtless, but you didn't consider them. And when they see that you've decided that and didn't ask, it it hurts. It stings. Yeah, it, it can also come in the form of your partner asking you to do something or asking... Mm you know, for you to remind them about whatever it is, they're asking of something of you and... Yeah, can you go pick up the dry cleaning? Right, and you blow it off. Right. It's like, oh, I, I forgot. And this is something that we really don't do to people that we have a casual relationship with. If someone at work asked you to pick up a cup of coffee when you ran out, you wouldn't come back and be like, oops, you yeah. probably get the coffee, right? Right, right? Or whatever it is, and we're back to coffee. But in casual relationships, we pay more attention to that, and we consider people. If you had a guest over in your house and you were going to go to bed, you wouldn't just leave. You would say goodnight. Yeah, you would be thoughtful uh-huh. about your house guests. And you wouldn't just eat dinner. Right, if their needs are met, do they need another blanket or whatever. You know, you are thinking about them. And having them at the top of your mind. And so when you are thoughtless about your partner, not considerate of them, they are not on the top of your mind. And so you feel this lack of partnership. It reminds me of stocks, like the stock market. And you can buy some stocks, and they're sitting at a certain dollar amount. And then you look back later, and it just dropped. And you thought, mm. nothing happened, right? I didn't do anything, but all of a sudden my, my investment is worth less. Yeah. And the same thing is true in the other direction, where if you become thoughtful, your investment gets higher. You, that's a lot of bang for your buck in terms of feeling more connected and closer to your partner. And it's a lot of bang for your buck in the opposite direction of the damage that it causes. And so maybe you could play a game with yourself. Like there's something random that like every time I see a squirrel. A squirrel? A squirrel. I don't know. I'm going to 
reach out and do something thoughtful for my partner. Like something that's going to sort of remind you that you're not alone in the world and that those little touch points are really important. And maybe you send a text and be like, hey, I'm thinking about you or whatever it is. Well, out here in Colorado, it should be a a prairie dog instead of a squirrel. (laughs) Or an eagle. If it was a prairie dog, you'd be thinking of your partner all All the the time time because they're everywhere. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, it might be something else that, you know, something that's purple that calls your attention or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, thoughtfulness is a skill. It is something that, you know, if we had certain parents that really taught that skill. And I remember going to my friend's houses and I had, it was a big adjustment for me because it was like these unwritten rules I didn't know about, you know? And so this one house, you, if you walked into a room, you had to say, Hello, Hello, Mr. Cunningham. Right. And you didn't just say hi. You had to say the Mr. Cunningham part. And, you know, we have a staff member that if you walk in the room, he stands up. And that's something that he learned. You could see him well, as a little boy being taught that. He is like from way back when. <laughs> yeah, he's in his 70s. But those are the kind of things that, you know, when, when you walk into a room and someone comes up to you and shakes your hand and says hello introduces themselves that's so much more thoughtful and feels good well you feel important yeah and and thought about as opposed to walking in a room and everyone sort of doesn't stop their conversation doesn't acknowledge you and you kind of feel like you have to barge in and it feels crappy right like if you if you walked into a room full of people and you were ignored Mm -hmm. so i i actually had this experience Mm. actually when when i went into town i went to a store and I walked in there, and there were three people there. There was uh, someone attending to a customer, and then another person who was working behind the desk. And the the bell went off in the door, and they even looked up and saw me. And then they continued to go back to their conversation. And I stood there for like five minutes. Wow. And, and I was like, "Can do people see me? Am I here, right? And so it's it's that feeling that if you are not seen, mm-hmm. not considered. And how easy would it be to be like, hello, I'll be with you in a I'll minute. I'll be with you, yeah. Just right, hang sure. on a second, I'll just Take be your right time. with you. Right. So it, you feel it's, welcome. It, well, it's the acknowledgement, mm-hmm. right? And every time you don't consider your partner, you're not acknowledging them. Yeah, you're not welcoming them into this relationship you are pushing them out yeah the the fourth thing that is very painful in a relationship and to your partner public ridicule yeah public ridicule and everyone knows a couple like this (laughs) absolutely they're out with them and one of them makes fun of their partner in public And it's usually pretty consistently. It's not just like a one-time jab. And it's almost like they're trying to rally people to say like, look at how great I am and how crappy my partner is and they should change to treat me better. How ridiculous my partner is. Yeah. Right? Or what a moron or how, you know. But really, you're the one that looks like a jerk. Oh, yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Name calling. Yeah, and nobody's laughing along with you. No. They're just, even if someone is like, chuckling a little bit along with you inside they're they're like oh this is this is really terrible it's really terrible to say about your partner like that 
it's embarrassing and it's very shameful and it's a it's a manipulation that is you you can't even imagine how painful it is and most people do that because they're uncomfortable in their own relationship and they're not tending to it privately mm-hmm. and they get in public and they think they're right this is the whole Jerry Springer show for those that remember the Jerry Springer <laughs> show right. and they they go on this show and they talk about their side of a thing and how they're right and then their other person comes out and has their own story and they both just look like fools. Yeah, and then the audience is just laughing at them. And that's typically what is happening. And if you're doing that, you'll slowly see people not inviting you out. They'll be like, oh, I just don't want to deal with them. Yeah, who wants to be around people who just ridicule each other? It's so uncomfortable, so awkward, and you really can't say anything in the moment. No. You you are just as trapped as the person being ridiculed. Because they're pulling you into an intimate part of the relationship. That you should not be privy to. Right. And that's why you can't say anything because it's not appropriate. You know, it's sort of like, here's a picture of my spouse in their underwear. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> this is a picture of my spouse in their underwear. Don't they look ridiculous? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's on top of the, uh, the wound, you know, on top of the exposure to you know publicly, it is now this this public wound mm-hmm. that you are causing. And the partner can't say anything either. It's not like they can defend themselves. Right. So they have to just either laugh it off or ignore it. But inside they crawl up and Oh, it's just like this knife going in yeah. deep. Yeah. So the the fifth one. The fifth thing that can cause a lot of pain for your partner rejection. is rejection. Rejection has many forms. And one form of rejection that is particularly painful is not including. Yeah, going maybe with a bunch of people and not asking your partner if they want to come with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be, you'd feel rejected, definitely. Or I'm going to go watch this movie. I'm not going to invite you to watch it with me. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do what I want. And, you know. Yeah, not inviting your partner to join you in really anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing if you ask and they're like, no, that's okay. Go ahead. It's fine. But, you know, not asking. Right. You know, and then you're maybe your partner's doing dishes or something. They show up and you're like halfway into a movie and you're like, hey. Yeah. You know, I wanted to see that. And again, that's one of those things that might not seem like too big of a deal. But for the person that's being excluded, it really hurts. There was a couple that watched that one show. And one of their, one of the partners went ahead. Skipped ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Skipped ahead on the show that they watched together. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was a big fight. So that. That's pretty painful. That's a really well, yeah. yeah, that's just total rejection. Yeah. You know? And then there's more blatant rejection. You know, especially rejection of your partner's character or flaws or wounds that they may have instead of having compassion and empathy for it. And acceptance. And acceptance. Yeah, you're just completely rejecting who they are as a person. And I think that's a tricky one because we all have things about us. I mean, maybe not me. Ray certainly has a lot that 
we could improve on, that we should improve on? <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying before <laughs> yeah. you said it. That's funny. Is that and public ridicule? I think it is. I, I just think it is. Publicly ridiculed you. And I'm joking because <laughs> it's not true. But um, that we do need our partner to call us out on something, but there's a difference of doing that in a way that is respectful versus a way that's ridicule. Mm-hmm. And those are tough things because we all are doing things all the time that are hurting our partner. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Even if that's not the intention. A hundred percent. Right. In all relationships everywhere. And it's, I, to me, that's one of the hardest things about being in this world is knowing that I didn't know how much I might have hurt someone because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to. It wasn't an intention. It's not even till later. And they're like, well, I can't believe you didn't. You know, like not getting invi- invited to a party. Yeah. yeah. Or, and you just forgot about the person or whatever it is. And you don't even know, like, oh my gosh, I, that person was really hurt by that. And maybe you're making a joke or you're not meaning to be ridiculing or whatever, but. Or rejecting. Or rejecting. And, and people feel it. Right. So we want to thank you for joining us today. I hope uh, that this information about the five things that cause the most amount of pain in a relationship was uh, informative for you. Yeah, we should probably do another podcast about what to do when you're in the position where you have been slighted yeah, by yeah. your partner and it really hurts and they're really not aware of it. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. If you want to be guests on the show too, just email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as Relationship 101, the home study course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your life. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.